Okay, lovely. So today's episode is going to be a little bit different in that I am going to be giving you some behind the scenes into my life and really using it to share with you what it takes to create results no matter what. Now, the good news is I'm recording this episode from Israel. We made it, but this was 15 months in the making. And I know for so many of us, this last year has meant long periods of time away from loved ones, out of our plans, out of our lives, out of our routines. Um, I know for me, being away from loved ones um, has been one of the biggest challenges, if not the biggest challenge. And so for today, I'm going to be talking you through my real life example of what it takes to make shit happen, no matter what. This story may get emotional for me. It's definitely been emotional to live it. And my hope for each of you listening to this is that not only do you see what is possible when you are committed to making something happen, no matter what, but you also start to see in your own life where you are already experiencing this commitment. See, a really common tactic used by our brains is compartmentalizing our lives and dismissing the ability to get shit done in one area. Let's say, for example, um, you are able to get shit done when they are tough in your personal life and your brain is then saying, well, that's different to work life. So our brain will literally disassociate ourselves from where we are successful across different areas of our lives to keep us playing small. Like literally this week on a Time Hackers call, one of the hackers shared how she could see so clearly her ability to keep going with a brain that told her all the reasons that she couldn't when it came to her fitness and how that whole side of things hadn't applied to her career and her work goals and that how she, now she can use that to completely fuel herself in her work goals. So buckle up, you are in for a story here today. And I might add, this is a great episode to share with anyone you know who is in the middle of wanting to achieve something, who is in the shit. There's a lot of fails here. There's a lot of emotions here. But I promise you it's completely worth listening to to see how it all ends. So let's flash back to last year and our surprise relocation to France. So maybe I mentioned that already on the podcast that we didn't know we were going to be going to France. Actually, we found out because someone that was teaching my husband's class got an email basically that he was being let go and the students were moving to France in a few weeks. So we got about two, two and a half weeks notice to pack up our lives after we just moved to Oxford and he just started school to then move to France. And given the contract, um, one of the conditions had said that they could move us anywhere. And obviously, Hadn't thought that through at the time. Um, it's ended up being fine. But any, the point is, we go to France, we arrive, and we're there, we're Airbnb hopping the first few months because it was such short notice. And it's actually in our last Airbnb that we decide to start looking for flights to get home, especially to Israel, because by this point, we'd not been here for about six, seven months. So we, And also, I should add that because of his school, there were only certain dates that we could come because the rule was he didn't want to miss any school. That was the rule at the beginning. <laughs> that rule may have changed. And there was a lot of rules that changed. And that's kind of one of the things um, that I want you guys to consider when listening to this and in going out and setting your own goals and going and failing your way to create results no matter what. So um, 
We booked flights. We got excited. They were cancelled. We booked flights. We got excited. They were cancelled. We booked flights. We got excited. They were cancelled. Really what was happening was we were just feeling um, defeated, disappointed, upset, out of control, helpless, hopeless, all of those things. But every time a flight got canceled, we kept putting ourselves back in the ring. We kept being willing to go and fail again, to go and experience the hurt again, to go and feel disappointed again. And so often when it comes to achieving our goals, we like have one knockdown. We're like, that felt fucking terrible. And then we don't even try again. So what's important here and what we experienced was that willingness to continue to keep going and to figure it out and open ourselves up to feel hurt, to feel disappointed, to feel upset. Um, And then what happened was he went back into a round of exams, back into school, and the rule was that we um, we wouldn't be missing school. Now, the good news is Christmas, like we really wanted to be there. It'd been about a year since we'd been back here. But the big commitment we had was getting him here for his 30th birthday, which is this month. Um, We were committed to making that happen no matter what. And it felt at the time like, of course, it's going to happen. It's months away. We'd actually first started speaking about spending his birthday here when we were still living in Oxford, when we were still living in the UK. We had a plan to get back here for his birthday. So that was when we first started coming up with ideas. Um, This was like a non-negotiable, no matter what, we were committed, we were all in with a pandemic, with not knowing the timelines, even with a surprise relocation to France. Like at no point did we waver in our decision to get here for his birthday. Now in saying that, we then didn't book flights for a few months. We didn't really know what was happening. And then guess what? the airport in Israel closed, like flat out closed, no flights coming in, even for Israeli citizens. And I should add even before that, of course, there was the lockdown in France. And then there was another lockdown in France. So what happened was um, flights were starting to being let in from major cities. We decided we didn't want to take the risk and book a flight from somewhere that wasn't a major city as flights were being canceled left, right and center. So we booked a flight from Paris. And then... France went into lockdown and then I was in I was in my office and I heard some some vocals let's say and what had happened was I ran out and he said our flight's been cancelled like what flight he's reading the email your flight's been cancelled we knew that there was another airline flying out I went to grab my purse I said let's just book the other airline Gid said, slow down, let me just read the email. And actually our flight leaving is canceled. So as it stands right now, we have no flight leaving. Again, it's something that I'm sure we can solve. Um, But what was interesting was we just were so willing to figure it out and to go another place. We were willing to fly to another country, fly to London, fly like whatever it was going to take. Even when actually the lockdown was announced, because this was just a few days before... Um, like it was about 10 days before we were flying actually in France that another lockdown was announced with a curfew and everything. And I spoke to Gid and he said, we're getting there even if it's by boat. So I want you to think about the commitment, the level of commitment that we both had to be like, we will get there even if it's by boat. We will get there even, you know, if it's a 10 hour journey for a two hour flight, we will get there, which is, it ended up being more, might I add, but we will get there even if it's through three countries. Like we are committed to getting there no matter what, even when 
things happen, even when things fuck up, even when things fail, even when things go completely sideways, we are so committed to making this happen. Okay, then Q, um, the, another big thing why, we, why it was such great timing now was he was going to be finished all of his medical exams and all of his student exams to close out the first chapter. Now, of course, with lockdown and comes the inability for him to finish, those medical exams required. And he actually failed his last exam, which meant we weren't coming on the terms that he wanted to, which means when he goes back, he has to go back to study, go back to that old school, like, you know, the, the ground school is what they call it, and go back and do all of that again. So he's missing five weeks of school. Now, remember, last year, we weren't even willing to miss three or four days. This is what happens when you are committed and all in. You are willing to do things that otherwise you would not be willing to do. And right now, we were willing for him to miss weeks of school. Another thing that puts us off from leaving France for the longest time, quarantine. We are not going to go and quarantine somewhere. Except what are we doing right now? What am I recording this from? Quarantine. We are quarantining here for 10 days, 10 to 14 days, dependent on another COVID test. We've also had two COVID tests in the last week. Like really that willingness to um, go get the test, to drop whatever is in our plans, to prioritize these appointments, to come and, and, <laughs> and get, uh, get an apartment for quarantine so that we can do it properly and make all of those things happen that previously we weren't willing to do because we were committed to being here for his birthday. Now, I've not even got started yet on the paperwork, all the paperwork that it took to get us to be allowed to leave France, to get us to be allowed out in France during curfew hours, because guess what time our first flight was from Montpellier to Paris? 6 a.m., well, just before 6 a.m. All I know is we were waking up at 3 a.m. And it's so interesting because how often in our lives do we say, oh, I could never get up at 3 a.m. I could never get up at 4 a.m. And here we were just doing it, not caring. So we were literally willing to do something that pre like a week before, if you'd have said wake up at 3 a.m. tomorrow, I'd have been like, I don't know if I could do that. I'm probably gonna miss whatever it is you're speaking about. But when we are committed, we we show up differently. We are willing to do things that we otherwise wouldn't do. That's why we create the results. Like I want you to think about that for a minute. What are you not doing? What are you not willing to do, sorry, that you think would guarantee, would create your results if you are willing to do it, right? Um, so we woke up at 3 a.m., we had all the paperwork, we go to our first, we, we queue up in the airport. We're there early, which is not something that we will, we won't always be there super early. We are there early. <laughs> and um, we go to check in and the guy's asking us about a document and the paperwork. And we don't know. And he's speaking French. And we're speaking English and we're showing things. And we're like, whatever it takes, we're going to get this document. Um, and we manage to do it and we get on the flight. And then we are in Paris. Our gate doesn't even open for three hours. So we are in like the external area literally stood around nothing is open um like literally I think you know just walking up and down not able to do anything just being patient and excited and and what I will tell you is interesting like my belief that we would get to Israel kept changing right so from when the airports here were closed I was at a three percent 3%, let's say. From when our flight was booked, I probably spiked up to around 15%. When a flight was cancelled, it dropped down to 5%. When France went into lockdown, it dropped down again back to 3%. 
when like it was really like all of these things when we found the right paperwork and we were able to fill it in went back up to 10 percent when we um were seeing and reading about who was being allowed in and the fact that we have passports here okay it's gone up to 15 percent, maybe even 20 percent. when we were in paris and we got there and there was we were flying EasyJet and there was no EasyJet because our flight wasn't even open. The gate wasn't even opening for you to check in for a few hours. But the fact that it wasn't there dropped. The belief dropped. Like I literally have a friend here um, and she asked how we were doing and I was like, I'm, it's almost happening. Like I'm not fully allowing myself to believe it's going to happen until it happens. And this is what we do sometimes. We use the fact that we don't 100% believe in ourselves to stop ourselves from making things happen. But the belief gets built in the doing. Everything that we did was building our belief. So then we're queuing up. And as we are queuing up, once the EasyJet opens three hours later, there's some things happening at the front. People don't have the right documents. Things are going wrong. Giddy's heart sinks and he says, I don't know what if I've done the wrong documents. I said, I don't know because I don't know any of that. Made him fully responsible. Good lesson for everyone. Outsource. Um, Gid's the responsible one um, when it comes to our traveling to Israel for sure. And we can see that something's happening. Things aren't working. We don't know what's going on. We don't know now if we have the right documents. We don't know if anyone has the right documents. Um, anyway, we get to the front. We show two documents. She asks for something else. I don't know what's going on. I'm looking at Gid like, I hope you have this. Um, and he whips something else out. And he's like, I think this is it. And yes, he did it super well. And of course, by the way, EasyJet is then like, oh, we now have to charge you for these other bags. And we're like looking at each other. <laughs> what? And then she goes and fits it in. She's like, we definitely have to charge you. It's eight euros. We were like, oh my God, take the eight euros. Please just let us on the flight. So then we get through we go through security. Now I'm at like an 80%. I really like there was a huge spike, 80% um, belief happening. And we go, we sit by the gate, we get on the flight. Giddy's like, queue up, get on the flight early. I feel like there's going to be a lot of back and forth. We're on the flight early. The plane doesn't take off. No, no one else is on the flight. There's like us two and like maybe eight other people. Even though there were loads of people at the gate, we're like, what is happening? Is this going to happen? Giddy actually falls asleep. So I'm like, is this going to happen? Is something going on? Is this flight literally being canceled while we are on it? What is going on? Um, and no, it's fine. People just didn't have the right paperwork. They were actually helping them complete the right paperwork. The flight gets full. The plane takes off. The plane lands. Like, we made it. I cannot tell you um, the emotions of the highs and lows and the lefts and the rights, but really through it all, the lesson of that willingness to fail, the willingness to feel disappointed, the willingness to take five weeks out of his school when previously we wouldn't, the willingness to isolate together. We're doing okay. <laughs> I'm here talking to you guys right now. The willingness to do things that previously we were not willing to do because we were committed to this result now. It reminds me of when I invested in coaching with my coach and took on $25,000 worth of debt and how I showed up and what I created in that. I think she gave me two months because I hadn't met the income criteria to be there. She gave me two months to make up the difference and I did it because I put myself on the line. I committed, I removed, felt like, I removed quitting as an option. 
I literally put my money where my mouth was. I put everything on the line, just like we did for this trip. And that is why I succeeded then. That is why we are here now. And even being here, everything like, it's completely worth it. I'm not even left the apartment yet. <laughs> and it's completely worth it. So I want all of you to think about what's your example? What's your story of being willing to do something no matter what? It doesn't have to be health-related if your current goal is around your health. It doesn't have to be work-related if your current goal is around your work. It doesn't have to be uh, dating-related or relationship-related if your current goal is around dating and relationships. I know for every single one of you listening, you have things like this that you have achieved no matter what. You have overcome your fears, your doubts, uncertainties, maybe also pandemics and flight cancel and countries closing down and isolation periods and failing exams and or, and deadlines changing and schedules changing and all of this stuff and you have achieved it no matter what and the fact that you have already done that means you can do it again you are capable of far more far far more than your brain will let you realize so what are you going to do no matter what pick something Find something from your past, find the example, and then pick something for your future and commit to it no matter what. Because I'm going to share something else with you guys. I was recently interviewed on someone else's podcast and she said to me, like, tell me about a time where you failed. And I said, I failed today. I fail every single day. I am failing every single day to do things, even when my brain still thinks that I'm going to die because I'm committed to building Time Hackers into a community of change makers and rule breakers and people that actually love their lives now instead of I'm gonna work now and love my life later, instead of I'm gonna hustle now and love my life later. Um, that was just my computer sound, but I'm not gonna even edit that out because I'm, uh, I was in the flow. Um, so what are you committed to? no matter what. Where are you failing and making it mean that you should stop? What would happen if you doubled down into that failure? Um, for those of you that want to double down and fail more, come join Time Hackers. We are closing out actually our 30 days of celebration and success hacking together. We are about to enter 30 days of failure hacking for growth. You want to be in this room. I promise you, you are not failing as much as you think and you are not failing as much as you need to <laughs> in order to succeed. Um, be willing to feel defeated and you will be surprised at how much you can achieve. I believe in every single one of you listening to this and I'm hoping to see you in Time Hackers. The link will be in the show notes. It's vickilouise.com forward slash group. Have a wonderful day. Bye, lovely. Thanks for listening. Are you ready to feel better? You can download a free anxiety workbook, which includes a bonus worksheet to use anytime you feel anxiety creeping in by heading over to vickilouise.com forward slash guide. That is Vicky, V-I-K-K-I, then Louise, L-O-U-I-S-E. So vickilouise.com forward slash guide. The link will also be in the show notes. Just do it.